Ha ha this away, ha ha that away, ha ha this away, then oh then, how about a Halloween virgin? Ha ha this away, ha ha that away, ha ha this away, happy Halloween. Well, it's not quite Halloween yet, but this is our Halloween show. Welcome to Radio Ha Ha for Kids and their families and friends. I'm Jim Beatty, the Dancing Grandpa, and I'm your host for today. And the theme of our show is Halloween. We're going to feature not scary songs, stories, and dances about witches, ghosts, goblins, and of course we'll have the listening game, some fun facts, and more. It's listening fun for everyone, young, old, and in between. Good family fun radio. Welcome to Radio Haha, ha, and thanks for joining me today. It's great to know we're here listening together and that we're not alone. So let's have fun, be safe, and share our love. I hope you're doing well, and I hope you're getting outside and enjoying some of these cooler fall days without smoke. It has been so beautiful. The air is fresh, the birds are singing, the trees are changing color, and their leaves are dropping in the wind. The sounds of the seasons are great, and I hope we pray some more for some rain. Sooner the better we get it. I'd love to hear the pitter-patter of rain and, and uh, replenish the, the land and the springs and the creeks and bring down the fire danger and everything. But let's hope for the best, have fun, and stay safe. And I hope we're practicing being safe, mostly by staying home, washing our hands a lot, and always wearing our masks when we go to town. And I hope you're dancing, singing, and playing every day. Even if there, you don't have much room to dance around in, you could dance in a small space. You could just wiggle your shoulders, nod your head, clap your hands, stomp your feet, wiggle your fingers. Do anything you want. Move to the music or just enjoy listening. Dance any way you can. Sit back and relax. And here we go. We're going to start out the Halloween show with Halloween, Halloween by the Kaboomers. And then we're going to hear the creepy crawly spider. Then we're going to hear monsters stomp around the house. And then the monster mash by Bobby Boris Pickett from back in the 60s. Here we go. Hold on to your hat and your broomstick. <laughs> Let's start dancing with Halloween, Halloween. Halloween, Halloween, creepy crawly Halloween, trick or treating all in fun. October 31st has come. What a sight on Halloween tonight Big black cats Vampire bats Ghosts and goblins out tonight Causing quite a fright Halloween, Halloween Painted faces, what a scene Door to door they trick or treat Halloween, Halloween, celebrating Halloween. 
all those sounds. How you doing out there, kids, moms, dads, brothers and sisters, grandmas and grandpas, friends and neighbors? We're going to hear a lot of creepy, spooky sounds today. Let's make some of our own. Let's hear your best voice when I count to three, and let's be some ghosts. One, two, three. Boo! <laughs> How about a cackling witch? <laughs> Let's hear yours. 
All right. Well, these are all made up sounds. They're made up to be spooky and kind of scary, but there's nothing really to be scared about. This is all in fun. We're going to learn a little bit more about Halloween. You know, back in the olden days when Halloween first came came to be, it marked the end of the summer and the harvest, and people at the time were frightened of evil spirits, and they would dress up in costumes and make noise in the streets in order to make the spirits go away. And the f original pumpkins were carved out of potatoes and turnips, not not uh, jack-o'-lantern pumpkins, the original jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah, okay. And you know, there was a famous musician named Harry Houdini, and he could do amazing things. He could get out of boxes and get out of chains, and he was a great music, uh, magician back in the 20s and 30s, I think it was. And one night on a Halloween night in 1926, that's when he died. Yeah, that's something to know about Halloween. Well, how about we go stomping around the house with the monster stomp with the Kaboomers? Stomp around the house. Hurrah, hurrah. The monsters stomp around the house. They sing and shout and stomp about. Stomp, 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 stomp. And they make a lot of noise around the house. Boom, boom, boom. The monsters run around the house. Whoa, whoa. The monsters run around the house. Whoa, whoa. The monsters run around the house. They sing and shout and run. About. Jump, 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 jump. And they make a lot of noise around the house. Boom, boom, boom. The monsters dance around the house. <laughs> the monsters dance around the house. <laughs> the monsters dance around the house. They sing and shout and dance about. <laughs> Let's go into the haunted house and do the haunted house Halloween dance. Get ready. We tiptoed through the haunted house and what did we see? A ghostly ghoulish goblin waving cheerfully. He wiggled 
And he wobbled, and he winked his eye. And then we started dancing, much to our surprise. We started mashing, toe-tapping. We touched our toes and knees. And then he growled, and then he howled, and he hopped and shouted, freeze. Tip-toe, tip-toe, through the haunted house we go. Tip-toe, tip-toe, through the haunted house we go. We tiptoed through the haunted house, and what did we see? A silly, spooky skeleton waving cheerfully. He wiggled, and he wobbled, and he winked his eye. And then we started dancing, much to our surprise. We started mashing, toe-tapping. We touched our toes and knees, and then he growled, and then he howled, and he hopped and shouted, freeze. Tip-toe, tip-toe, through the haunted house we go. Tip-toe, tip-toe, through the haunted house we go. We tiptoed through the haunted house, and what did we see? A wild, wacky werewolf. Waving cheerfully, he wiggled and he wobbled and he winked his eye. And then we started dancing, much to our surprise. We started mashing, toe-tapping. We touched our toes and knees. And then he growled and then he howled and he hopped and shouted, freeze. The haunted house we go. Tiptoe, tiptoe through the haunted house we go. We tiptoe through the haunted house, and what did we see? A very vain vampire waving cheerfully. He wiggled and he wobbled and he winked his eye, and then we started dancing. Much to our surprise, we started mashing, toe-tapping. We touched our toes and knees, and then he growled, and then he howled, and he hopped and shouted, freeze. Tip-toe, tip-toe, out of the haunted house we go. Tip-toe, tip-toe, out of the house we go. Out of the haunted house we go Tip-toe, tip-toe Make sure you close the door Tip-toe, close that door All right Are you having a good time Celebrating a little bit early for th uh, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving's coming up too But we're celebrating Halloween Which is next Saturday And next Sunday is Dia de, Dia de los Muertos Dia of the Dead And we're going to celebrate that too It's a Spanish holiday, Mexican holiday And we'll have some wonderful songs and stories uh, Next Sunday too But Let's continue on with Bobby Boris Pickett and the Monster Mash. It's a song right out of my teenage years, about a hundred years ago. Here we go.
be held An eerie sight For my monster from his slab Began to rise And suddenly To my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash He did the match It caught on in a flash He did the match He did the monster match From my laboratory in the castle east Master bedroom where the vampires feast The ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electrode They did the mash They did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They did the mash It caught on in a flash They did the mash They did the monster mash The zombies were having fun The party had just begun Guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It got on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster match. Out from his coffin, Rex's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the match. It's now the monster match. The monster match. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the match. It's got on in a flash. It's now the It's now the Monster Mash. Now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band. And my Monster Mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them what is said. Then you can mash. Then you can Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. And do my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Then you can Monster Mash. Hey, Monster Mash. Well, you're listening to KZYX and Philo at 90.7 FM and KZYZ and Woolitz and Ukiah at 91.5 FM and in Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. And this is Radio Ha Ha for Kids and their families and friends. And I'm your host, Jim Beatty, the Dancing Grandpa. And I'm del- delighted to be bringing you Radio Haha ha for Kids and Their Families and Friends. It's listening fun for everyone. And support for Radio Haha ha and KZYX comes from our members and SPACE, the School of Performing Arts and Cultural Education. It's one of the underwriters for the Radio Haha ha Show. And they're located at 508 West Perkins Street in Ukiah, offering in-person and online classes for infants through teens in dance, 
acting and singing. Classes are from October 5th through October 31st, and then we're extending on into November, maybe a little bit into December. More information at facebook.com slash Ukiah Space and at 707-462-9370, and scholarships are available. Another underwriter and supporter for KZYX comes from our members and the Mendocino County Office of Education, providing educational leadership resources and services to our public schools. Mendocino County Office of Education, MCOE, collaborates with local communities and agencies to ensure an array of educational opportunities for all students. For more information, visit mcoe.u. Yes. Well, back to Radio Haha ha for Kids. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Halloween. You know, about 40% of Americans dress up in a costume on Halloween, and about 72% hand out candy. Unfortunately, we're going to have a kind of a different kind of trick-or-treating this year because of the COVID and the social isolation and everything, but I know that everybody's got a lot of candy out there. I see it in the stores, and it's flying off the shelf, so somebody's going to eat it. And get it? Well, you know that Snickers chocolate bars are considered to be the number one favorite Halloween candy. And so much candy and costumes and things is sold in the United States that it's the second most commercial um, successful holiday after Christmas. And here's one for you. About 40% of the adults sneak candy from their own candy bowl. There you go. That's a little bit about... Um, Halloween. How about a Halloween joke? Okay. What do, what sound do witches make when they eat cereal? Give up, snap, cackle, and pop. Where do fashionable ghosts go to shop? To the boutique. <laughs> All right, here's another one. What goes Ha 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 ha! Right before a gigantic sounding crash, and then keeps laughing. <laughs> a monster laughing its head off. <laughs> there you go. Hey, how about a skeleton dance with shake them bones? Well, well. Bones them skeleton, dry bones them bones them skeleton, dry bones them bones them skeleton, dry bones let's shake them skeleton bones. The toe bones connect to the foot bone, the foot bones connect to the ankle bone, the ankle bones connect to the leg bone, let's shake them skeleton bones. The leg bones connect to the knee bone. The knee bones connect to the thigh bone. The thigh bones connect to the hip bone. Let's shake them skeleton bones. Well, the hip bones connect to the back bone. The back bones connect to the neck bone. The neck bones connect to the head bone. Let's shake them skeleton bones. Them bones, them skeleton. Dry bones, them bones, them skeleton. Dry bones, them bones, them skeleton. Dry bones, let's shake them skeleton bones. Come on, all you skeletons. Let's shake them skeleton bones. The head bones connect to the 
neck bone. The neck bones connect to the backbone. The backbones connect to the hip bone. Let's shake them skeleton bones. The hip bones connect to the thigh bone. The thigh bones connect to the knee bone. The knee bones connect to the leg bone. Let's shake them skeleton bones. The leg bones connect to the ankle bone. The ankle bones connect to the foot bone. And the foot bones connect to the toe bone. Let's shake them skeleton bones. Them bones, them skeleton. Dry bones, them bones, them skeleton. Dry bones, them bones, them skeleton. Dry bones, let's shake them skeleton bones. Shake them skeleton bones. Well, here's one called Hey Jack. I think it's about a jack-o'-lantern. Jack. Hey, do you have a pumpkin? Have you carved a pumpkin or two or three? Is it smiling? Is it a monster? Is it a is it a cartoon character? I love carving pumpkins and we used to roast the pumpkin seeds that we we uh, got out of the pumpkins after we washed them all off. It takes a lot of a lot of washing and soaking to get all that gooey gooey orange stuff off, but it's it's kind of fun to get kind of all messy and all those seeds squirting around and Throw a little salt and garlic powder on them. Make some pretty good, pretty good roasted sunflower seeds in my day. Well, when you think of vampires, or you think of bats, you think of vampires, right? Well, 
bats bats are amazing creatures they're the only truly flying mammal and if you ever looked at a bat up close they're just incredible they have these claws that could help them hang upside down and they wrap their wings around them when they're hanging upside down when they sleep and they they used sonar the sound to to catch bugs and they are really 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 good helpful um, animals they eat a lot of bugs every night and uh, we're going to hear a song called the Bat Song, and you're going to learn a lot about bats. Here we go. They live all over the world. The Bat Song. Hey, what's that? Bat's a bat. Flies at night, and that's just that. Bats live here. here. Bats live there. there. Bats live almost everywhere. Flies like a bird, smaller than a camel. Yes, indeed, the only flying mammal. Hey, we, we can fly. fly. Yeah, but that's in an airplane. Bats are flippy, flappy, cool. I love to learn about bats at school. Bats are flippy, flappy, cool. I love to learn about bats at school. Now everybody echo, echo, echo. Bats navigate with echolocation. Everybody echo, echo, echo. Built-in sonar to crisscross the nation. Everybody echo, echo, echo. Bats navigate with echolocation. Everybody echo, echo, echo. Built-in sonar to crisscross the nation. Echolocation is a cool adaptation. Hey, what's that? That's a bat. Flies at night, and that's just that. Bats live here, here. bats live there. there, bats live almost everywhere. Flies like a bird, smaller than a camel. Yes, indeed, the only flying mammal. Hey, we can fly. Yeah, but that's in an airplane. Bats are flippy, flappy, cool. I love to learn about bats at school. Bats are flippy, flappy, cool. I love to learn about bats at school. What do bats eat? Bugs and things. Some eat fruits. They all have wings. Some love flowers. They pollinate. Like bees believe nectar is real great. Help control pests like biting mosquitoes. Eat them at mealtime like people eat Cheetos. Some eat fish and frogs and lizards. Bats are really hunting lizards. Bats are good at catching different types of food. Hey, what's that? That's a bat. Flies at night and that's just that. Bats live here, here. bats live there. there, bats live almost everywhere. Flies like a bird, smaller than a camel. Yes, indeed, the only flying mammal. Hey, we can fly. Yeah, but that's in an airplane. Bats are flippy, flappy, cool. I love to learn about bats at school. Bats are flippy, flappy, cool. I love to learn about bats at school. Say a word for your science journal. Things awake at night, we call those things nocturnal. Bats are up at night, sleeping through the day. Night sight is awesome, used to catch their prey. Sleeping upside down, hanging in their roost. Many hibernate when the temp needs a boost. Others choose to migrate to a warmer spot. Bats are awesome mammals, some like it where it's hot. Bats are mammals, just like you and me. Hey, what's that? That's a bat. Flies at night, 
And that's just that. Bats live here. here. Bats live there. there. Bats live almost everywhere. Flies like a bird, smaller than a camel. Yes, indeed, the only flying mammal. Hey, we can fly. Yeah, but that's in an airplane. Bats are flippy, flappy, cool. I love to learn about bats at school. Bats are flippy, flappy, cool. I love to learn about bats at school. Okay, there's a lot about bats. Well, how about witches? Witches, you know, witches are just an amazing, amazing people. And uh, a long, long time ago, um, people were afraid of women that really knew a lot of things, how to use herbs and plants and everything. And they were considered witches, and they were not treated very well. They were treated very badly. But I have a song by... My friend Bonnie Lockhart, she's from Berkeley, California, and she wrote a wonderful song called Who Were the Witches? And it tells a little bit of more story of things about witches. So we're going to listen to Who Were the Witches? And then we're going to go on and have story time. Who Were the Witches? Well, now it's time for a good story by my friend Joel Benizzi, How I Got Bill the Chicken. Here we go. Many of you know my longtime friend and pet, 
And that would be Bill the Chicken. He's a rubber chicken. And I've had him since I was in fourth grade. And this is the story of how I got Bill the Chicken. Now first I have to explain that when I was in fourth grade, I was scared of things. The doorbell would ring, I'd go, ah! Mailman, come on! Things just frightened me. Things that shouldn't have been scary frightened me. I'd see movies that terrified me. The sound of music. You know that part where they say, the hills are alive? <laughs> Gave me nightmares. And I wanted to be like my friend Dirk. Dirk was the coolest kid in all of fourth grade. Now granted, he'd had three years of fourth grade to practice at it. But he was so cool. And he used to say, Joel, your problem is that you are a chicken. I said, but Dirk, don't you ever get afraid? He said, man, I don't know the meaning of the word fear. This in itself wasn't impressive because there were lots of words Dirk didn't know the meaning of. And I would try to help him along and make sure that he understood. But he said, you don't get the point, man. You are a chicken. But Dirk, don't things ever scare you? Like, supposing you go to a movie and you see a movie about some strange mad scientist. Doesn't that scare you a little bit? Mad scientists are stupid. All right. What about Count Dracula who comes and goes, blah, blah, blah. Count Dracula is really stupid. What about the Wolfman? The Wolfman's dumb. Dirk loved to call everything either stupid or dumb. He called me stupid and dumb, but I wanted to be around Dirk because Dirk was so cool and so tough. I wanted to be cool and tough like Dirk. Dirk could open Coke bottles with his teeth. <laughs> Everyone was very impressed except his orthodontist who thought it was about the stupidest thing he'd ever seen, but Dirk was cool that way. I once saw him take a rock and break it on his head. I don't know why. And he said, don't call me Dirk, call me Dirt, because I'm tough. And he was tough, and I wasn't. And he was bigger than me, and I wanted to be like him. And one day, I remember it was getting close towards Halloween. We were sort of building up our tolerance for fear. And he said, uh, he said hey, Joel, why don't we go in the greenhouse? I said, well, a couple reasons. For one, it's haunted. He said, yeah, and you're chicken, right? I said, well, not, uh, yeah. But, but, I'll, I, but no, I'll, I'll go in there if, if you'll go with me. Yeah, right. Now, the greenhouse was at the end of our street. And it was across a long, vacant lot filled with weeds. And way in the back, and no one ever lived there. It was called the greenhouse because it was painted green. And so it was after school one day that we hiked through the weeds of this lot around the back of this house and crept in through the back door. And I walked through a long hallway with rooms on either side, and I said, Dirk, you're not going to leave me, are you? He said, I'm right here. I'm right behind you, okay? Good. You're right there, aren't you, Dirk? Yeah, I'm right behind you, okay? Okay, Dirk, as long as you're there, okay? Dirk? I looked back, and he was gone. I thought, Dirk, don't do this to me. And there were doors on either side he could have gone into, and I had no idea where he was, and I thought I should run out, but I thought I should find him because what if something happened to Dirk? And I went straight ahead and there was a door with kind of misted glass on it. And I saw a figure and I thought that must be Dirk. I opened the door. It wasn't Dirk. It was a man with a knife. And he was holding the knife high above his head and he was cutting a loaf of bread. And he looked at me and said, Ah! What are you doing? And I said, What are you doing? Put down that knife. He said, All right, but I was making myself a sandwich. 
I said, are you a ghost? No, I'm not a ghost. My name's Arthur Green. I live here. This is my house. And who are you, young man? Uh-oh. You live here? Then I'm a trespasser. <laughs> um, my name's Joel. Well, Joel, what are you doing in my house? Gee, I'm sorry. I guess I'll be going now. I must be lost. Bye. I had no idea anyone lived there. And as I was about to go, who should enter but Dirk? And I said, hey, Dirk, look who I found. It's Mr. Green. He lives here. Yeah, Mr. Green is stupid. I said, Dirk, he could have us arrested. I don't care. He's stupid. His house is stupid. I ain't afraid of Mr. Green. I ain't afraid of nothing. And Mr. Green said, wait a minute. Did I hear you say that you're not afraid of anything? I said, I ain't afraid of nothing. Ah, then maybe you'd like to earn some money. Sure. What do I have to do? Mr. Green smiled. He took the knife and said, you know that graveyard out by Gidley School? Yeah, I go to Gidley School. I know that. You know there's one grave people don't go near. The one with the broken gravestone? Well, what they say is there's a story behind that grave. That grave actually belonged to my great-great-great-uncle Silas Green, who was murdered. But the murderer was never found. And what they say is this. If you walk out towards that grave on a moonlit night a hand will reach out from the grave and it will reach up and it will grab you and pull you in have you heard that story Dirk it's just a stupid story I said Dirk stories aren't stupid stories are really cool he said yeah you're stupid too Joel <laughs> Mr. Green said if you think it's just a story then you could try this he opened a drawer and pulled out five ten dollar bills he put them down in front of Dirk and said, Next Thursday night, after you're done with your trick-or-treating, go to that grave, take this knife, and stab it in. But you must do it without being afraid. Hey, I'm never afraid. No, no. I'll tell you what. Joel will go with you to make sure. Now, if you get afraid, Joel gets the money. So that was the deal. I had a chance to make $50. And that next Thursday was Halloween. We went around with our Halloween bags. We said, trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. And we went, got all our junk food, ate it. He went to his house. I went to my house. And usually my parents let me stay up late on Halloween, as late as I wanted. But about 11 o'clock, I said, well, I'm tired, going to bed now. Walked into my room and I waited. And that rain began to fall very heavily, so I got out my raincoat. My parents always bought me these big old yellow raincoats. I looked like a bell when I wore it. <laughs> the idea was that I could wear the same raincoat for three years and eventually grow into it. About a quarter of midnight, there's a knock on the window, and there's Dirk. And he had on his big yellow rain jacket, too. And he had in one hand a flashlight, and in the other hand a knife. I climb out my window and I walked down the street. Now this is Glickman Street, the same street I always walked down to go to school. Only now it was really dark. No street lights then. And on either side of the street, I could see the old, withered, burning jack-o'-lanterns. Dirk kept saying, I'm not afraid, 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 I'm not afraid. I said, all right, Dirk, you're not afraid. He said, good, you just make sure I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid at all. All right. So he went through Gidley School, and the schoolyard was the same yard we played in each day, only now it was empty. 
We came to the graveyard on the other side. Dirk crawled through a hole in the fence. I stayed outside. I said, okay, Dirk, go stick the knife in. He said, all right, just look at me so you know that I'm not afraid. By now the rain was pouring down and a wind was blowing. Thunder was booming in the sky. Lightning was flashing. And I said, come on, Dirk, just go. Do it, do it. And he walked over to the grave and he said, okay, okay, look. And he looked back at me and he said, Joel, Joel, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I said, Dirk, if you're not afraid, why are you shaking so much? He said, I'm cold. <laughs> just then thunder struck. Boom. He jumped. I said, Dirk, why'd you jump? He said, it hit me, but I'm not afraid. <laughs> he looked right at me and said, I'm not afraid, and he stabbed that knife in the grave. And he got up to run, and he started to run, and his hands were moving, and his feet was moving, but he wasn't moving. He wasn't going anywhere. And I said, come on, Dirk, come on, Dirk, don't do this to me. And I remember he opened his mouth, he looked at me and said, ah, and fell to the ground. That was all I had to see. I said, feet, come on, let's go, feet, run, run. My feet took me home faster than they'd ever carried me. I went right to my parents' room. I said, Mom, Dad, wake up, wake up. A big monster. Ah, came and got dirt. It had orange hair, yellow teeth, green eyes, blue fangs. Oh, it was horrible, horrible. I said, Joel, relax. You ate too much junk food. I said, no, no, I didn't. Big old honking monster. Got dirt. It was terrible. My dad drove me out to the graveyard. And when the lights shone through the fence, he became very serious because there was Dirk's body lying on the ground. I couldn't look down. I said, is he dead, Dad? And my dad looked down and he said, have I ever told you about Franklin Delano Roosevelt? I said, Dad, why are you giving me a history lesson when Dirk is dead? He said, Franklin Delano Roosevelt said, there is nothing to fear but fear itself. I said, Dad, Dirk is dead, isn't he? Your friend Dirk isn't dead. He was just afraid. And he was afraid to admit that sometimes he got scared. Looked down. And there I saw Dirk on the ground. And I saw that knife stuck through a corner of his jacket, pinning it to the ground. <laughs> he had stabbed his jacket. And when he turned to run and couldn't move, he was too afraid to look back because he thought it was the thing. And he fainted. We scooped Dirk up, took him home, and the next day I was very happy. I went and I told the whole story to Mr. Green, and he laughed, and he smiled, and he counted out $50. That was back when $50 was a lot of money. And I looked at the money and I thought, oh, I should do something nice for Dirk. Should I give him half of it? I didn't think so either. <laughs> but I thought, maybe I'll buy him a little gift. So I went to my favorite store and bought him a really nice gift, had it gift wrapped and everything, brought it to him and said, here, Dirk, just to show there are no hard feelings. He said, I don't want your stupid gift. I said, Dirk, at least open it up to see what's in it. He said, I don't want it, it's stupid. And he gave it back. After that, Dirk and I stopped being friends. But the good news is that the gift became a very good friend and a good pet, even to this day. And that is the story of how I got Bill the Chicken.
<laughs> How Joel got Bill the chicken. What a great story. Well, it talks about, imagine what your imagination will do for you. You know, there's so many things that we imagine and, and things that scare us. And there's these monsters in books that we can read, Monster Under My Bed, Where the Wild Things Are. So many cool books as a kid. And I remember... Um, many, many years ago, my son was about three or four years old, and he loved where the wild things are, and there's a monster in my closet, and we would read him bedtime stories, and one night, we were in bed, his mom and I, and he was in his bedroom, fast asleep, I thought, and all of a sudden, we hear him running down the hallway and running into our bedroom, and he's saying, here comes my imagination! And he thought his imagination was chasing him, and we, we had a good laugh. We drew cartoons about it and everything, but uh, yeah, our imaginations go a little wild sometimes. But here we are, and hear ye, hear ye, boo! It's time for the listening game, and I'm going to start out today by saying congratulations to our winners from the past two weeks. Our first winner from two weeks ago was Abigail Bai. She's five years old from Ukiah, and she guessed all the sounds from October 11th, and I didn't get her entry until um, after the show last week, and so I want to say congratulations, Annabelle, and you've got a, a set of colorful dancing scarves coming your way and this week's winner was Ronan from Willits and and Ronan guessed all the sounds from the listening game plus the teaser sounds and we're going to hear those right now and uh, we'll hear what we what we had last week here's the teaser sound That was lightning and thunder. And here's the sound score. There was five sounds. This week we're going to have seven. But there were five sounds last week. And here they are. It starts with a rain stick. And then we have a wind chime. And then comes the ocean waves. Morning doves. They kind of sound like loons on a lake. A morning dove. And then a little creek, a babbling brook. Okay, good listening. Annabelle and Ronan. Great, great, great. And I'm going to dedicate some songs next week, just like you asked. And uh, I know that Annabelle wanted a song about horses to go out to her friend. And uh, Ronan was hoping to send love out to, out to all the good people in the world. And so we'll have some good songs for, for, to dedicate for them this week, uh, next week. And uh, this week, so get your pen and pencil ready and get some help, to, listening help, 
from somebody that can help you write down the list. We have seven sounds today. And write down the list. First, uh, the teaser sound and, and then the list of the seven sounds. And you don't have to guess every one exactly. Don't worry. Just play the game. It's fun. And uh, send, send your guesses to dj at kzyx.org and put... Radio Haha ha in the in the uh, subject line, otherwise it won't get to me. Or you can send it directly to me to Radio Haha ha for Kids at gmail.com. The teaser sound and all seven sounds that you thought you heard for the sound score. And I'll put all the all the good into right entries in a in my clown hat, and I'll pick a winner, and we'll announce your name on the radio next week and send you a colorful set of. Beautiful, beautiful dancing scarves. So here's the teaser sound for today. I'll give you a clue. Everything's kind of related to Halloween. You might have guessed that. That's the teaser sound. And don't forget, you can go to the jukebox at kzyx.org and look up the podcast for Radio HaHa ha and uh, the, the show, and you can listen over and over again to the sound score and the whole show if you want to, to help your guess. Here comes the sound score. Put your listening ears on. Listen carefully. There's seven sounds this week. Seven. That was the seven. We'll listen to it again. That's a long one. It might be a little difficult, but get some help writing them down. Just remember as much as you can and send in your answers. It'll be fun. It's all, all in fun. Here we go. One more time.
Pretty spooky sounds. Just remember, they're all make-believe. So do your best. If Send in your entries or just play the game. Don't have to send anything in, and you'll, we'll find out what the answers are next week. Thanks for playing the listening game, and thanks for playing with, with us here, dancing, singing, and playing with us here at Radio Haha ha for Kids. It's getting on time to say goodbye. Fred Woolley and the Audible Feast is coming up pretty quick here. So I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today. And give yourself a great big hug. Tell yourself you're a good person. You're a good monster. You're a good witch. You're a good pumpkin. You're a good ladybug. Whatever you're going to be for Halloween. You're just a good person all around. And be good to yourself. Be good to your neighbors and, and everybody in the world. And Stay safe. Wear your masks, wash your hands a lot, do your social distancing, and, and have fun. Dance, sing, and play every day. Just enjoy your life. We're going to go out with the Flying Purple People, People Eater by Sheb Woolley. We'll be back next week. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy this beautiful weather. And don't forget to send in your donations to kzyx.org. Press, press the red donate button at the website or you can send it directly to P.O. Box 1, Philo, California. And let me get that address for you. P.O. Box 1, Philo, California, 95466. So far in the silent drive, we've raised over $40,000. Over 400 people have donated. So keep up the good work. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for coming in to Radio Haha. Ha. Have a wonderful time. And let's say goodbye with the Purple People Leader by Sheb Woolley. Take good care and be well. Well, I saw the thing coming out of the sky. It had a one long horn and one big eye. Like a mister shaking in the city. It looks like a purple people leader to me. It was a one eyed, one horn flying purple people leader. A one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater Sure looks strange to me One-eyed Well, he came down to earth and he lit in a tree I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, don't eat me I heard him say in a voice so gruff